0: Like a flood. The
1: Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against Him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families.
0: Today's message, The Forgiveness of Sin. And now here is Bishop Caldwell.
1: The backstory story is that God set a system in place that nobody could keep. Nobody could keep the law except Jesus. And it's through Jesus only that we have the forgiveness of sins. Can I get a witness? Now, sin had a beginning. It had an origin. I want you to go back to the book of Genesis chapter 3. This is where we we find out. See, because it's okay to think that you're a good person because you didn't sleep around. You're a good person because... You sit there and you listen to Bishop Caldwell talk about he was on dope and all that, and you sit there and justify yourself. I never did no dope. You already a dope. And we have to understand, sin is not necessarily altogether something that you do. Sin is who you were before Jesus. You ever heard the word? And I'm not trying to offend anybody. But have you ever heard the word sinner? Who do you think they were talking about? It had to be you. It had to be me. So what do sinners do? Sin. ain't no way I raise my children like that. Let me tell you something. Don't get too excited. You don't know how them children are going to turn out. Because why are you talking and beating and throwing them in the shower and making them take a bath after three years? You don't, you have no idea of the mind they got inside of them working against you while you beating them. You've heard some of these grown folks talk about, my mama just beat me. My mama made me go to church. I told the Lord, you weren't talking to the Lord. I told the Lord if I ever get into church, I ain't going to make them come to church. Income cattle parish, you better make them come to school. So, the backstory behind all that's why we can trust God. Oh, hallelujah. That's why we can trust Him because this ain't no journey come lately story. This thing was put in place over 42 generations, it was tried and true and proven to be true. That's why we can trust God. If God said it, He'll do it. If He spoke it, He'll bring it to pass. So, don't get caught up with the Christmas trees and all that. I mean, you know, do what you do. It's not a sin to have a Christmas tree in your house. If it's a live one, make sure you got it in a thing where it can get some water. You know, because having electric lights on a dried Christmas tree, you're inviting a fire. So, walk in wisdom. But God ain't got nothing against no Christmas tree. If you sit there and, and worship it, I hope it fall upon thee. instantly all right now are you in genesis chapter 3 okay now we're going to look at as we look at this backstory when all this stuff got started god had already figured out what he was going to do to redeem man you know why because of his great love for you in his great love for me. And he did not want us to end up in the lake of fire. So God set the master plan. So what is the law? The law is the mind of God. That's what nobody could keep it but Jesus. And as it relates to righteousness and treating your neighbor right. And treating your wife and your family right. Let this same mind be in you. That was also in Christ Jesus. In being born again you have been gifted the gift of righteousness. So it's not that we can't do right. Sometimes it's that we don't want to do right. And you know how you can offend some Christians? Because they haven't accepted the fact that you can offend some Christians by calling them goody two-shoes. Don't call me no goody two-shoes. Well, let me hear the best cuss you got. huh? It's okay to be good. It's okay to be kind. It's okay to be tender-hearted. Tender-hearted, that means you got some feelings. So the backstory behind all of this is that God prepared a way out of no way for us long before Houdini ever escaped out of that trunk that was in that water. God granted us an escape. And the only escape that God knows anything about is through the blood of Jesus. Praise Jesus. All right, Genesis 3 and 1, the Bible says, Now the serpent, who? The serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. But of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God had said, You shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest you die. And the serpent said unto the woman, You shall not surely die, for God doth know that in the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be as God, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes. And a tree to be desired to make one wise. She took of the fruit thereof. And did eat. And gave also unto her, weak hus- unto her husband. With her. And he did eat. Now they're going to set up a buffet in, in the garden. He, 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 here's the point. Before Adam and Eve ever messed up like that. God had already killed Jesus before the foundation of the world was laid. That's the backstory. That man cannot get in so deep in sin above his head that I can't reach him. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. You missed your opportunity to shout out. It's no way. I don't care if you're so dope to everybody, even a neighbor's dog. There is forgiveness with God you could kill a thousand people and repent there's forgiveness with God but see if a man kill a thousand people and repent he can still end up in the lake of fire you know why? because Jesus is the missing element but if he's a saint and kills a thousand people and don't repent he's still going to heaven now that'll twist your mind Because if you're a saint, come on y'all, you're already seated in heavenly places in Christ. And this is the point. When Adam and Eve sinned and she lied, you know it's amazing this woman here talking to the devil and not amazed. But surely, yeah. Women, be careful of the snakes you talk to. Oh, goodness. So, so what happened here is that she ate of that fruit, which was not an apple. She ate. Then she gave it to her husband. And he did eat. Now, somebody said that Adam was so in love with Eve until when he saw her eat of that fruit and he knew that at that point separation had happened between them and god but he loved us to the great degree of extent of everything until he ate of the fruit so in a sense adam committed spiritual suicide you know love can make people do strange things Anybody in here ever been in love? I say lust. See if I said lust, everybody was jumped up. Anybody in here <laughs> lust will have you buying a hot dog and ain't nobody selling them. But he loved her to the extent that he took and ate. Look at the fourteenth and fifteenth verses. In the fourteenth and fifteenth verses. Uh, and the Lord God said unto the serpent, this is after each had fallen, serpent. The Lord said unto the serpent, because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go, and thus shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman and between thy seed between thy seed that's a serpent seed son of perdition between thy seed and her seed now a woman cannot have a seed of herself the seed is in the loins of the male but God says I'm going to put enmity between thy seed and the seed of the woman he shall bruise thine heel and thou he shall bruise thine head and thou shalt bruise his heel. Now, here we have God preaching the gospel. The good news. Adam and Eve had fallen. The good news is that I'm not going to leave you down there. I'm going to send you some help. And the help that I'm going to send you is going to be a miraculous help. It's going to come in the form of a seed. And see when you talk about seed you're talking about a son because the seed is in the male that impregnates the female but not in the case of Mary. So God here is saying through the gospel that he's preaching that the seed of the woman that's going to be Jesus is going to bruise the head of the serpent that's going to be Satan and that's going to be Jesus' resurrection and bruising the head of the serpent. And the serpent would bruise his heel. That's Calvary. Where Christ would be crucified at Calvary. Now notice. God didn't make Judas do what he did in betraying Christ. God gave Judas an opportunity. Just like he gave everybody else an opportunity. But Judas decided that I'm just against Christ. And I'm going to do whatever I can do. To be against Christ. We saw that with all these Republicans uh, going to file this lawsuit, frivolous lawsuit, just a few days ago. You got to have some sense somewhere to realize if it's evil, I don't need it. So what happened is that God here is prophesying. And I call this God's workbench because out of the promise that God made that the seed of the woman will bruise the head of the serpent, there's resurrection. And the serpent would bruise his heel. That's crucifixion. That it would be out of the bruising of the heel. And the crushing of the serpent's head. In resurrection. That Jesus Christ. Would triumph. Over death. Hell. And the grave. And the beautiful part about it. If you were born again. He's in you. Christ is alive. In the heart of every one of you. That's born again. So, so, so when, when God made that statement, it would be hundreds of years into the future, he would raise up a prophet by the name of Isaiah. Isaiah would make this statement in Isaiah chapter 7 and verse 14. Isaiah would say it, behold, a virgin shall be with child. How can a virgin, never knowing a man, end up pregnant? Come on, this is a backstory. Because when the angel Gabriel came, thousands of years into the future, after God promised that he was going to send them some help, everything worked off of that. That's why Moses told them, uh, God is going to send that prophet and, 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 and God is going to do this. That's why when John Baptist came on the scene and they wanted to know who John was, John said, "I am not that prophet. Huh? And I am not the Savior. Because that prophet was a specific prophet that God would raise up, and it wasn't Moses, it would be Jesus coming down through all those generations. Jesus hit every checkpoint he needed to hit on his way to Mary's womb. So that when the word would become flesh. It would have gone through all of that so that he can take us through all of that. Come on, y'all. Y'all got to be able to hear this now. Ain't nothing you are dealing with right now that God has, has not already conquered. Nothing that you're dealing with that God has not already And don't you even think about getting depressed because you ain't got money to buy somebody a gift. Listen, you ought to be the gift to them. You ought to be the love they're looking for. You ought to be the assurance that they need, knowing that you love them. Don't get caught up on what you don't have. Start praising God for what you do have. Amen. Amen. Praise God for what you do have. Some of y'all got a $20 bill in your wallet right now. Do you know people over in Mexico and other places, they work a whole week for $17. So so, so so, when we talk about the forgiveness of sins, all of this and the sending of God's son. And, and see, God is smart. God, oh man, listen. Here you have the Lord sending an angel to talk to a virgin that believes the report of the Lord. That says be it done unto me according to your word. And she was overshadowed by the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost put God's word in Mary's womb. To grow in her womb for nine months. And to be born. Now here come all of the shepherds the night that he was born. Here come uh, two years after that the wise men. All three of them pitiful thing, you. All this was on the way to verify the fact that this baby, Mary, your baby boy, will one day walk on water. Mary, did you know? That this man would heal your sons and daughters. Mary did you know? The question is today. In this August body. Is do you know? That Jesus is still alive? He was a miracle child. Joseph was not Jesus his father. He was Mary's husband. Abba is Jesus' father. Elohim. El Shaddai. Is Jesus' father. So in order for the Savior to be in the world without sin. He had to come through a woman who had never had intercourse. Now Muhammad, do that. Can you do that? You black Hebrews are like, can you duplicate that? Man, I'm too old to be a fool. So I'm supposed to follow somebody that's a fool and go all the way down Texas Street talking about us fools are here. There ain't no other Savior than Jesus. There's nobody that can redeem you but Jesus. There, there's nobody that can forgive all of your sins but Jesus. Can't nobody do that. You may offend somebody and say okay I forgive you. But I never forget. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm not too sure that you really forgave me. Because you're already preparing to not forget. Why do you think it's so hard for some of us to forgive other people? Because we think that we. Now I tell you what it is. We are filled with pride. And we think we are too good for somebody to do us like that. But we haven't taken account of the folk that we done run over. (laughs) Ah. The forgiveness of sins. Through the blood of Jesus. That's why we ought to be free to forgive somebody. And. Unbind them. Whatever we loose on earth. Will be loosed in heaven. Whatever we bind on earth. Will be bound in heaven. Some of us have bound other people. Because we won't forgive them. And then there are some of us. That we say we forgive. But we still act funny with them. So why are we acting funny. And we supposed to have. Remitted it. Sent it away. If you're concerned about your little uh, reputation, Jesus made himself of no reputation. He humbled himself and became a servant and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Now, this is a part of this interesting sermon right here. When's the last time you died? What? No. Get it straight. When is the last time you died? The apostle Paul said. I die daily. What does that mean? That means that. If I allow people to offend me every day. I'll hate everybody that I ever met. But if I die to the offense. If I die daily. And if I'm alive to the Lord. Then what you intended for evil. God has worked it out for my good. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. God has worked it out for my good. What the enemy meant for evil. The Lord has worked it out for my good. I ain't mad at you. I feel sorry for you. Because you're so doggone ignorant. And you don't understand the love of God. Because if you love me. This is from God's perspective. You will forgive me. If you don't love me. You try to keep me hedged in and bound. Some of us have some people in our own lives that we bound them years ago and still have not forgiven them. And the question is why? But I I need to to tell you something. Okay, if that's your position and you refuse to remit those sins, you refuse to let them go, then God will not forgive you your trespasses. Now, is anybody that important in your life until you... Can't get your sins forgiven? What in the world did they do to you? What did they do to you? My granddaddy killed my daddy May 4th, 1954, and I saw it. I never have hated my grandfather. That was above my pay grade. I didn't know what to do with that. But I never hated him. I didn't understand it. I look back at it now. Evidently, God allowed that to happen because, had it not happened, I wouldn't be sitting here with this microphone. We don't know all that we think we know, but God knows everything that we need to know. But when we talk about trusting Him, then go ahead and trust Him. Just let it go. In some things, we all offend. That's in your Bible. So why are you hit all tight in your chest about, about what? Well, Pastor, you don't understand. Oh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Did your granddaddy kill your daddy? In your house? Did you see it? So what what you talking about? It's when life hits us in the face for real that we have to make a decision. She ran off with my husband. No, your husband ran off with her. She She probably shook that thing like Herodias did. When Herod sent somebody down to prison to cut John's head off, he said, Well, you got my vote.
0: Today's message, The Forgiveness of Sin, FC 2996, FC 2996, is now available on CD for only $10, and it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885, or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119, or email us, greenwoodacres at comcast.net.
1: Will I do as will? There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now, the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of oh. sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Look at the trouble all over the world. Telling every man, woman, boy and girl is coming soon. Say these words to Jesus. Say Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you say those words and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13 welcome to the household of faith much much love to you now the questions are up hello this is bishop carlwell and this is the know your bible radio broadcast the world needs jesus now more than ever before and you can help us to reach the world for jesus christ i ask for you to pray for what the lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible,